I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. You know, we are the show for the multi-passionates and people with a lot of curiosity and interests. That's right. Yes, right. Yeah. Here to make your day a little better. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. We've missed two weeks in a row. Really. Uh, there's a really good reason for it. I swear. We swears. We swears. On, on, on the All beings in the universe are different. For instance, my people are brilliant. Humans, on the other hand, are so dumb that they think the leading cause of death is heart disease. It's not. It's almond milk. Oh, I so agree. Nasty. Oh, let's rock it. <laughs> back it is the real brian show on audio only this week so uh for those of you who are trying to find the video and waiting patiently at the youtube channel <laughs> you're totally missing out <laughs> it's over here what's up <sighs> i'm the real hey. brian hey captain hey hey real brian i'm captain influence i yeah. like almond milk what is that wrong yeah, well apparently it's killing you it's not the baby heart disease is not the leading cause of death it's almond milk well Dude, <laughs> I can't stand almond milk. Actually, I, I well, no, I can't. Never mind. I, there's nothing in any universe where I like almond milk. I love oat milk. <laughs> I like coconut milk in certain things. Like if you're doing, we did okay. So like chai and and coconut milk is really good if you're gonna do a, a type of chai. Mm -hmm. uh, although I just prefer chai straight with nothing in it. Um, but you know, and then you can do coconut milk or cream in a lot of the Middle Eastern foods and stuff like that, which is really good. You know, Himalayans. The, the well, Himalayans. Those are good too. Himalayans. Yep. If you believe in the multiverse, Brian, then mm -hmm. there is a universe out there where you love almond milk. That would be the evil universe, and that would be evil Brian <laughs> with the goatee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the tape on goatee. Yeah. I, so, you know, Joel McHale, the guy that plays Jeff in Community, he's yeah. in Stargirl, and he plays Starman, by the way. And there's this one part where. Somebody come. Oh, so uh, Pat, Pat Dugan by uh, it, it's Luke Wilson, you know, Owen Wilson's brother, who's awesome. By oh, the way. Yeah. He grows a, a beard with a mustache and it's like all this facial hair this season that he didn't have. And everyone's kind of like, what the heck? You know, you're like, you, you, you left a boy and you came back a man, you know, and his son is like, uh, no, he goes, I don't think there's uh, any universe where this is a good thing unless it's the evil universe. <laughs> <laughs> and Joel McHale just looks right at him. And I'm like, yep, community reference. Loved it. He knows. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, anyway, that probably went over most people's heads if you haven't seen it. But well, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Ours. No, no. For those of us who are enlightened, uh, the, the muggles didn't catch it, but the wizards did. We're the wizards. Dude. Yeah. I'm so, you know, I, I watched all of community and then I started watching it again. I'm on season yeah. five again already. So wait, weren't you on season a, four last night? Yeah. Two nights ago. Yeah. The only time I've ever watched something back to back like that in my life has been uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. And the uh, Band of Brothers, mm. where I just I'd finish it and then I just start over at the beginning and watch it all over again. Yeah, it's been a while. Community's just it's just a fun show. That's why I'm doing it because yeah. it's a lot of fun. It really is. It's one of my favorites. And speaking of Lord of the Rings, we are going to briefly touch on the Rings of Power here in a little bit. Uh, I did do a review about a. 
what was it? Six, seven minutes, something like that. I kept yeah. it short right around six or seven minutes. I did a review on the first episode of the rings of power. Like your reaction to it. Yeah. And it's on the YouTube yeah. channel. So if you've not watched it already, do go watch that. It's youtube.com slash the real Brian. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. I'll share some of my thoughts today in the episode as well. But if you want a little bit more, go check that out. I do have a really good reason. And I really am sorry that we missed two weeks. I, you know, we mentioned that we were going to definitely miss one last week. We had every intention of doing an episode, but we were visiting my cousins last week and we ended up staying an extra day, which I'm going to share why here in a few minutes. But, um, oh my gosh, I have so many hilarious stories to share, but captain captain has a story that we, we have to hear first. Yeah, my story. So I, I'm, I'm, my life is pretty mundane. Not, not a lot of uh, mind-blowing things happen to me and that's the way I like it. But last Saturday, so, so I was super stoked for Labor Day weekend coming up because I was going to go on three bike rides, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday morning, right? Mm-hmm. So Saturday morning, I went on my bike ride and I was right at the end of that bike ride when I had a bit of an accident. Mm. I... I was some, for some reason I was holding on to only one handlebar uh, and I was coming up on my street. I was like right at the very end of my ride. I was about to turn onto my street and, and I, I hit the brake on the handlebar I was holding. But when I did that, the front wheel torqued over cause I, I, did, I wasn't stabilized. I went right over the handlebars and into the street, just, just smack right in the, my face into the street basically. <laughs> and the next thing I remember I, I don't know if I was out for a minute or whatever, but next thing I remember I was standing up. I was in a daze. There were lots of people around me that had stopped because they saw what happened. I, no cars were involved, by the way. That was just uh, people had stopped their car to see what, what happened to me and see if I was okay. A lot of uh, uh, Samaritans that day, and I'm very thankful for their help. That's cool. There was also a cop, uh, a police cruiser had had stopped nearby, and the, and the policeman was was kind of taking charge of the situation and was asking my name and where I lived. And I, and it took me a second to remember, but I remembered who I was, where I lived. I was, I told him I was right down the, right down the street from my house. He didn't ask me, he just said, I'm taking you to the emergency room. And I said, okay. Oh, nice. So if anyone called 911, I don't know if they had a chance to, but no ambulance showed up. So this police officer, I can't remember his name. Cause again, I was kind of out of it for the whole morning. Cause as it turns out, I had a concussion. Mm-hmm. He took me back to my house. Uh, one of the bystanders who stopped uh, took my bike, put it in her her car, and followed the cop to my house. I got the bike from her, put the bike away, shut the garage door, came back to him. We went to the went to the hospital. By the way, my bike. I checked it. I, I just checked it for the first time. Like, oh yeah, this afternoon. Yeah, it's fine. What? <laughs> there's not a there's not a scratch oh on my, my bike. Well, I mean. What did Lord Which Thunder say? Like, ah, oh, you'll get over it, you know, but you can't replace bikes, but you know, your body will heal or something like that. I'm right. like, well, so that, that was, I thought for sure I was going to take the bike in and, yeah. you know, get it, get it tuned up after that. But it's, it seems perfectly fine. Interesting. Which is great. Cause yeah. I get to ride again next week. I can't wait. But, good. <laughs> it didn't scare you. Okay. That's good. I didn't know no. that. Yeah, no, it did not scare me away from biking. I was kind of, I was kind of miffed that I couldn't go on my other two rides yeah. this weekend. But so I got to the emergency room. They gave me my, a CT scan of my brain. I was still kind of dazed. I, I wasn't in any pain yet. I mean, I, I could tell I was my, I had a big scratch under my right eye and I had some, some road burn abrasions on my right arm and my shoulder. But all sorts of fortuitous things happen around this, Brian. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the abrasion under my shoulder was pretty significant, but the shirt wasn't scratched or ripped at all. Oh, so the shirt's fine. Yeah. 
the the cop happened to be driving by when it happened i yes. think yeah that's huge. so so he saved me a, an ambulance bill because yeah. the the er bill was already a lot of money just just going to the er some of you who know you know how expensive the er is mm-hmm. that's why you avoid the er at all costs if you if unless you're made of money he he saved me an ambulance bill my shirt didn't get destroyed my bike didn't get destroyed by sunday i felt pretty much fine. My neck was fine. My, my headache was gone. I had a headache for 24 hours. Mm. Uh, it was a really bad headache too. And it was just there for like, from starting like four hours after my accident until literally the next day at the same time, then it turned off like someone hit a switch. It was really weird. Mm. But then Monday, Labor Day, Monday evening, uh, I had one of those episodes in my sleep again, where I, I freaked out Started shouting. as I was and it wrenched my neck. And ever <sighs> since then, my neck has been sore again. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, I obviously had an injury there that was, that was fine until I had that episode and then my neck got screwed up again. So, so I'm still dealing with a wrenched neck, but in general, oh, and my glasses got really scratched, but yeah. boy, did I dodge a bunch of bullets. I mean, yeah. I could have broken my neck. I could have broken some teeth. I could have destroyed my shirt, destroyed my bike, gotten, a, gotten, a car involved, a car might've hit me while mm-hmm. I, after I fell. Yeah. Um, although I was in the bike lane, so probably not, but you must've been out for a while though. If all you remember is like going over the handlebars and then like the next thing people are around you, you must've yeah. been unconscious and people were probably, that's probably why they stopped. They just saw you like laying there. Maybe <laughs> so, that's scary, dude. It is scary. But, uh, so I count myself very blessed that what happened to me did not well, it didn't turn out worse, but yeah. it was definitely an event in my life that I'll never forget. The, the last thing I wanted to say about it is that I just started noticing a little bit of brain fog from the concussion. And I, I didn't have any brain fog that I was aware of over the whole weekend. But then right after Labor Day, I, I, I started dealing with some brain fog. And so I'm keeping yeah. an eye on that to see if it continues. Well, so. we've we've talked a couple times since the weekend. And I noticed that, you know, you're just calmer than usual you know, a little lower in the voice right now, kind of, <laughs> but I didn't notice not, anything not with the brain spaz, fog, yeah. but yeah, but you'd asked me a question, you know, before we got on the show today and I was kind of like, okay, actually, yeah, you might want to want to get that and, checked out and discovery. Like that, I saw that was one adver- of them. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an advertisement for a new season of star Trek discovery. And, and number one, is there already a new season? Cause you and I got sick of the last season halfway through. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything by the way. But I looked. But the the weird part was that when I when I when I saw the ad, I I thought for a second I was like, wait, Discovery. I know I've watched that. It took me a second to remember. Oh yeah, duh, the Star Trek Discovery, and and you know all the issues we had with it, and and the parts that we liked and didn't like, and all the discussions we've had about it. It took me a few seconds to remember that. Yeah. So, so there might be some lingering effects from the from the from the um, concussion. We'll see. I haven't had a concussion since I was a little kid. Oh, so. oh, oh, yeah. oh, so you've already, mm, you already had one then. See, I feel like well, you just got to report I these really things. Little. I know, but I feel like it's like one of those, just so they know, just in case there's something they, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's something to be at least open about, you know, with a medical professional so they can be like, Oh, well let's, let's, let's watch this and let's, you know, take a baseline or what, I don't know, whatever the heck they do. Right. They did give me a CT scan of my brain in the ER. Oh, and the other thing, another fortuitous little detail mm-hmm. right after when I got to the ER, it was dead. There was hardly anybody in the oh, ER. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was there. So I got right in no wait at all. 
right into a room. They took me to a CT within 10 minutes of my arrival. My wife was already working, so she was there with me. She works at the hospital that I went to. Um, as soon as I was taken home by my mother-in-law, she said the ER exploded with a bunch of traumas oh and they got really busy. So you would have had to wait, so, which is, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So just a, an amazing set of, of lucky events. I'd uh, call it miracles, but that, yeah, well, that's whatever. my belief. <laughs> I mean, who am, who am I to deserve such miracles? Right. Mm-hmm. But, but it's just one thing after another tied to this event in my life yeah. that where number one, it could have been so much worse. And number, number, and number two, just all these little fortuitous details surrounding it, you know, yeah. and my bike, I'm, I'm telling you, dude, my bike does not have a scratch That's on just it. Unbelievable. That's weird. And by the so, way, you're a good man. You deserve miracles. Well, thank you. I'm thank not you, just Brian. saying that. It's true. You did. You did just say it though. But I mean, I'm not just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, well I, I'm really glad you're okay. And honestly, like you said, you, you did dodge some bullets because there were some moments in there where, I mean, it could have been a lot worse, but well, it should have been a little worse. Yeah. So yeah, I just hope, uh, I hope there's no lingering effects, especially with the concussion yeah. side of things. Cause that's, that's scary stuff, you know? And, uh, but Hey, keep doing the show. It'll keep you sharp, man. That's right. Yeah. Well, I also wonder if Pilates has helped you to fall, like taking that impact, like your body's stronger. And so it wasn't as severe, you know, that your that, muscles that's, probably helped. That's absolutely correct. Yes. I believe that wholeheartedly because, uh, Pilates, if you, if you do Pilates, you know that it is a workout and it's a full body workout. Mm -hmm. And if you do that for many months on end or years, even it it has to help. So, and and not to mention I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like 30 pounds lighter than I was six months ago. So that helps. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, Captain took a, a shirtless picture and sent it to Lord Thunder and me, which you know, we were just like, <laughs> just to show oh, you yeah. all the abrasions, yeah. yeah, all the scratches and everything. But I'll tell you that uh, you have lost a lot of weight actually because I hadn't haven't seen you in a while, like in person. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. whoa, all right. But yeah, yeah, you know, it, it it is pretty funny that the well, I wouldn't say it's funny, but the first picture you sent us, you looked like because uh, it was so funny. I, I showed it to, um, I think it was my mom actually, and she's like did he get beaten up? Like, did he get in a bar brawl? <laughs> yeah, Cause that's like what it, it looked like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you were, your whole face was red and swollen and it, it looked really bad, but it sounds like it's been healing faster, which is good, but my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's see, that was Saturday and then Sunday right. we were out riding with my parents and for some reason we got stopped. And uh, so we, you know, we got the e-bikes and the e-bikes are heavier and I think hers is probably around the 60 ish pound range, something like that. Okay. So when these things start to tip, they are heavy and they catch you off guard. And so for some reason, again, we were trying to get off the bikes. I don't remember exactly what was going on, but we got stopped. She's on an angle, you know, where the the cutout with the curb cuts or something like that, but it was a little bit of an angle Mm -hmm. and her foot, her right foot got caught and then the bike just fell and it just, she just went down on her side, you know, not as severe as, as what you went through, but she's older. Yeah, exactly. So, and you know, she's, but she's been doing Pilates too. So she's, she's, okay. she's more resilient too, which is great. Yeah. I mean, she messed her ankle up pretty bad. And then of course fell like kind of on her shoulder and arm and then her hip and stuff like just right on the concrete. Thankfully it was a geez. slow fall, but it wasn't bad, but she just went straight down. And so she's been dealing with that too. And I'm just like, all right, enough bike accident. Although I guess no kidding. I think it was like Sarah's coworker. He, uh, her, her husband got into a bike accident and it was severe. Ooh, like ouch. significantly severe 
And so I was just like, I'm, all right, that's enough. Lord Thunder's gotten his. I've had mine. Who else has had one? Yeah, because Lord Thunder know. had his semi recently. It's like when it rains, it pours. What the heck? I know. This has honestly been kind of a really not nice week for me personally. Like a lot of friends and other, like just a lot of external bad news and bad situations and crappy situations. You know, it's all happened in this last seven ish days. Well, it heck. sucks. Heck fire. Well, I'll tell you what though. Uh, let's talk about the positive stuff then here. You ready yeah, for that? Let's do that. That's what we're here for, man. Yeah, that's right. But I, I mean, thank you for sharing your story and I'm, I'm glad you're on the mend. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. So I spent a week, Sarah and I spent a week in uh, visiting our, visiting my cousins actually. So it's my cousin, just to explain this. He's my second cousin. Uh, we're going to call him skunk duck. We decided to, to give him you know, superhero <laughs> slash gaming names. So uh, we're going to have some fun with that. So yeah, skunk duck. That's his, that's his gaming and superhero name. He's my second cousin, but um, when I was growing up, I didn't have any first cousins. So it's my grandma and his grandfather were brother and sister, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. And then, you know, split off from there. So really awesome side of the family. You know, we, we were very close with them, grew up with them. They were essentially my cousins. And of course, not having any siblings, they were kind of, you know, they were just really close. And so anyway, this, this is the same cousin that we reconnected with back in June and stuff like that. Uh, well, before that, I mean, like a year and a half ago, we really actually two years ago, we really connected, but then the ones that came through in June and then we, we finally got to go out and visit them, which was awesome. Uh, so the first reason I just really quickly, the reason why we didn't, this is the other bad news that was happening, but the reason we didn't do an episode last week is that he got a bacterial infection. So apparently from what I'm being told here, he's, he's a person who is less than 2% of the population of the world where the mm-hmm. sinuses don't drain properly. They they fill up, it gets congested, and especially with allergy season right now, it's it's really bad. And so that wasn't good. And then what happens is it just sits there and festers and all of a sudden it creates a bacterial infection. It got so bad, he was having all these headaches and stuff uh, towards the end of our trip that uh, I want to say it was like the Monday he woke up and he, he couldn't even like, he couldn't do anything. He was literally just like out of it. And he's uh. just holding his head, couldn't stand up hardly. And he's had this happen before a year ago. They got a CAT scan and um, they checked all that kind of stuff too, just to make sure. Turns out he had bacterial infection in the back sinuses of the back part of the head. And they were so worried that they're like, you know, this could cause meningitis, which of course that can be fatal, you know? So anyway, it's like, this is serious. So they got to take care of it. So we decided to stay an extra day to help out with the kids and stuff like that. And okay, yeah. just kind of be there. So that was why we, and you know, normally we do these episodes, you know, a couple of days in advance. And so by the time I got home and all that, we just, we couldn't get an episode out last week. So I apologize right. for that, but it was a very good reason. And thankfully he's finally doing a little better, not out of the woods yet. I'll tell you that a couple of quick, funny stories. So we were joking, uh, pup sweet and I were junk. These are all gaming names, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The kid's name's not pup sweet, but that would be funny. Yeah, it? I would be, but um, no, we decided to go ahead and do that. Cause we all have gaming and superhero names anyway. So the joke was, is that she's going to jump through the driver's side window. Of course it has to be down. Yes, of course. Not going to break it. When we first arrived, <laughs> she did that. <laughs> so we get there and they're all like, ah, and she just flies through the, the driver's side window, you know, and she's, her feet are hanging out and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, they were all excited and we, we got there. Just, we had a really, really good time, but we got to, we got to go to the Grand Tetons and we hiked Jenny Lake, which um, if you've ever been there, it's a beautiful lake. You take, you can't oh. take the ferry, which we did. We took the ferry across. Oh my gosh. So this was something else. So I, I'm huge into the accents as everyone knows, and I've been doing the <laughs> British accent with the kids quite a bit. And so the four-year-old comes up and says, 
He's like, no, no, cousin Brian's here. No, no. That's the first thing he says. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. So the four-year-old, yes. I, yeah. I've never heard of a four-year-old doing accents before, so that's pretty impressive. No, uh, and the four-year-old's a little genius. He comes up and he has this padlock and he's like, hey, look, check this out. And he picks the lock in less than two seconds. He's also a good gamer. Yes, he is. He's a very good gamer um, who also told Sarah that she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny don't too. You, don't you love the, 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 uh, the honesty of toddlers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, really, really funny. He's a, uh, he's a little genius. He actually said some things in there, but I mean, they're all actually really incredibly smart and wise kids far beyond their years. I can tell you that. So going back to the Tetons and stuff like that, when we were out, the challenge for me was talk in a British accent all day. So the first one was Friday. We went to this waterfall <laughs> Any stranger, you're you're talking in a British accent, and I'm like, okay, this is like really. I got kind of like nervous. It was really weird. Well, it's got to be awkward. Like they'll they'll be like, some of them surely were like, well, where are you from? I know. Well, uh, so it's gonna happen. We're from Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, well, I'm never gonna see these people again. So whatever, I'm just gonna do it. So the the waitress, we went to dinner and all that. I kept I kept doing the British accent. I was like, thanks, love. <laughs> saying that the whole night. That was the first one. Well, then the next day was the Scottish accent. We're on ah. the boat ride at Jenny Lake. We're on the ferry ride. And <laughs> I said, guys, come here. Check this one out. <laughs> this is so funny. So I'm talking in the Scottish act. I got to get into it. But I was like, I'm going to say something to the crowd that's waiting for the return ferry. And but it's going to be like in passing. But I'm going to say it loud enough to see if anyone notices in a Scottish accent. I was like, I said, oh, my gosh, that driver was a, a freaking maniac. Or something like that. That driver's a maniac. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) that driver's a maniac. I felt like we were going to die or something like that. You know, I was like, but I said it really seriously. And there were some people that were eating something and they all turned their heads and like their mouths fall wide open as they're trying to take a bite. And they're staring at me. And I was like, oh, (laughs) yes. So hopefully something happened in that moment, but we just kept walking. (laughs) And hopefully their ride was pleasant. Oh, the driver was awesome. Yeah, it was, it I'm was sure. fine. I just, I had to say that, but they totally looked like they believed me. So that was great. But dude, <laughs> here's the fun part with uh, the Pilates. I wanted to share this. Ever since my failed surgery, I've not really hiked because I haven't been able to really walk as it is anyway. We're going to go on a little hike around Jenny Lake and I'm like, okay, it's the Grand Tetons. It's, you know, it's 7,000, 7,500 feet. Not, not too high, but it's up there a little bit. Okay, let's see what I can do. I'll bring a walking stick just in case my leg decides to start giving out. So we did it. Oh, it's not that far. You know, let's take the horse trail. It's not that bad. It's just, you know, it's a beautiful view, but it's not that far. It's not that high. Mm -hmm. So five miles later, which is not a very long hike, but you have to understand for my leg, that's a long hike. You know, five miles is actually a a significant hike in my opinion. So yeah, keep going. And you're at seven to 70, 7,000 to 7,500 feet. So, you know, you're, you're working a little harder unless you're acclimated to that, which I'm not. We're at 5,000 here. We find out that this, this horse trail goes straight up pretty much <laughs> straight up wow. the mountain. And so I was like, everyone's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, surprisingly, I'm doing okay. I mean, I was tired. And of course, with my heart palpitations too, I didn't want to push that too hard either just because right. I'm on a beta blocker. So that helps also harder. It's harder to push like that. And we were doing bouldering at the waterfall, which I thought was fun. And then I did one boulder and just like I was worried, my left leg gave out because the muscle doesn't work. And so I was like, okay, almost fell. Just stop. <laughs> We're not going to go any further. Explain what bouldering is for those of us who don't know. Oh, you're just climbing all over boulders and stuff. And oh, okay. You know, okay. It's yeah. It's not like full on rock climbing because that's like totally different, but you know, just 
walking around on giant boulders and jumping from rock to rock and stuff on a river. See, I, I have these weird images of you guys like hefting boulders and seeing how far each of you can throw a boulder down the mountain. Hey, that's like that. the manly side of things. <laughs> that's right. And tree logs too. <laughs> Uh, that's right. So we did that. And then I stepped wrong on a rock. And so I tweaked my ankle and I'm like, well, it's okay. So I'm, I'm being very careful as I step, but because of that, then my right knee starts hurting a little bit, but I was okay. I'm going to test this. So I, I I go to (laughs) MZ's and, uh, you know, she's, she's eight. Right. And so I'm like, here, hold on to my arm. So I'm doing bicep curls. I'm going to, I'm going to bicep curl you on both arms as I'm walking on this trail, you know, and doing other things. And then a uh, girl. Yes. Yeah. And pig, she's 45 pounds. So not, you know, she's light piggyback rides. I was doing that. And then of course uh, pup suites like, I want a piggyback ride. And I'm like, okay, how much? She's like 85 pounds. I'm like, we'll do this. Surprisingly, as I'm bicep curling MZs pretty much the entire week, by the way, that turned into a, a <laughs> thing. <laughs> as, how many reps and sets, dude? Dude's wow. like, couldn't go to Pilates that week, bro. So I was like, bicep, dude, my biceps are like massive now, man. That's it must awesome. be. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's like I flex and I hit myself in the face. It's pretty sweet, man. So there's that. And then like the piggyback rides were happening the whole week too, man. It's like, dude, my body rocked. So at the very end of the hike, of course, I'm getting a little sore and I'm thinking it's going to be good to go sit down. The next day, I was not sore. I was not stiff. I felt fine. And I was like, what? Yeah, what? dude, that's Pilates. <sighs> that was well, and the, awesome. And the biking you do. I mean, you do a lot of yeah. biking too, but. that's so encouraging dude vindication man oh so encouraging like i feel not invincible but i feel really good like i can do this i'm gonna go do this like i'm not afraid anymore so that was cool one other quick little story with this so pup suite was she's she's into a lot of stuff right now so she's you know she's 11 so she's trying all these things so apparently she got a sewing kit so she's like oh i'm gonna make a stuffed animal so she's using this little template and stuff like that and (laughs) if you've ever seen there's a video game called unravel the main character is called Yarny and it looks kind of like the shape of Yarny, but kind of alien, like, you know, stuffed animal looking. Okay. So she makes this and I was like, what are you making? Oh, cool. She, she says, well, I'm going to call him snuggles. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so then she's like, I'm bringing snuggles with us. Okay. So I'm carrying my orange backpack around that I usually use for biking just cause, and all of a sudden I, I feel her like wrestling in my backpack and, you know, unzipping this. Then she like puts the stuffed animal in one of the pockets so that the arms and the head are sticking out. She's okay. like, yeah, this is going to be funny watching a grown man walk around with a stuffed animal. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And we yeah, did that the whole, and that, that turned into this thing. And then he got lost. Uh, wild yak got him actually. Um, but what? turned out she was under, or snuggles was under uh, pup suites bed somehow. Oh, good. Yeah. So wasn't the yak. No yak. No yak. Then she those said, Teton, those Teton yaks, man, you got to be careful. Dude, you really do, man. They're, they're violent. Um, Crazy so are the, violent. So are the chipmunks. Man, I had a fight with a chip, but that's another story for another time. So then she's like, well, I'm going to make a twin, a a Snuggles twin. We're going to call him Sniffles. And I'm like, okay. She's like, and he's going to be for you. And I said, okay, I'm going to have a stuffed animal. (laughs) Yes. But I'm thinking like, sure, why not? The funny part was later on in the week, she's like, this would have like Snuggles would have been literally no big deal. It would have been like a project and she probably would have put him somewhere and not thought about him again. But because he became kind of like the trip mascot, it was funny. So then she's like, we're going to make you a sniffles, but I'm going to put on a belt and then a cape and the mask and he's going to become a superhero. So I have thus dubbed him sniffles the magnificent and he looks awesome. And on the back of the cape, I'm going to get a TRB logo and I'm going to stick it on somehow. But it's awesome, dude. So I, dude. I have him in my Lord of the Rings review video. If you want to check that out, he, he makes an appearance and 
Yeah. Anyway, it was really cool. And once again, it's like, I don't, I don't do stuffed animals. I'm a grown man, but it's meaningful. That was really cool. Of course it's yeah. So we had some really, really good times. I mean, late night conversations with my cousin was really amazing when, when he was feeling good. And then, um, uh, we actually did get to do the lightsaber duel finally. Cause I did that review. I've talked about it. They sent me the heavy grade blade, you know, and I finally did it. And those guys know how to duel. Let's just say they're awesome. They are awesome. They're yeah, fun they really to be are. game with too. I can't wait to do it again. I know. And you've, you've had some good interactions with them. So it was yeah. a, it was a really wonderful. Oh, and the other thing too, I just wanted to share this cause this is a big one is I've been talking about getting back into music and that's a very musical family. So like pup suite picked up an old mandolin that belonged to my great aunt. So my cousin uh, skunk duck came in and was like, here, you know, check, check it out. And so we got it and it's interesting. I didn't know this mandolins tune like a violin tunes, not a guitar. So that was interesting. Oh, new, yeah. New thing I learned. Um, but here I am thinking of Mandolin Rain by Bruce Hornsby. Yeah, and I'm like, I wish that's I could exactly play this, what you know? I've been thinking of the entire time you've been talking yeah. about it right now. And so Pup Suite's like, she, you know, she plays guitar and um, ukulele, which is different tuning. So she's like, well, I want to try it. And so I said, okay. And she, and so I was like, well, here, let me pull up some, you know, like fret charts basically on the phone. Right. So it's like these frets are, you know, C or G or whatever. 15 minutes later, I'm good. And she's, she's uh, learned to the mandolin and I'm like freaking genius. Wow. That's impressive. Isn't that cool? How young, uh, especially talented young people can, can pick up a new skill. If, if they're inclined towards it, they can pick it yeah. up really fast. And it's just Beautiful. crazy. Yeah. And, and skunk duck's wife, which we don't have a superhero name for her, but her voice is absolutely beautiful, dude. Oh my gosh. I had no idea she could sing like that. I just never heard her sing. So I was just like, what? Wow. So we jammed. We had two very long (laughs) jam jam sessions. I mean, literally like three or so hours each time. Um, It was awesome. And we we jammed until one in the morning one night. And it was just so good. So exciting. You know, sweet. They've got a grand piano too. So that was like healing for me, you know, just to be able to play like that. Because I just haven't done that in years. So that was neat. But man, I got to tell you, um, there was a connection with these with these guys that I just haven't felt with really hardly anyone in in forever you know yeah and it was it was surprising it was nothing i would have ever expected before and it ended up being i think the hardest goodbye i think i've ever said you know and so i've been honestly really sad this last week and more just like grieving missing them and wishing we were living in the same city and stuff but you know i have a lot of really wonderful friends and i've got wonderful family and i don't know this is this is a different thing for me so it was uh it was one of those like i would have never even known something like that connection could kind of happen so that sucked. Hopefully we can see him again can, soon. So, and you can count yourself lucky that it happened to you, that, that, yeah. that you, that you had that entire trip experience and then the, and then the connection that made it so difficult to leave. That's yeah. in hindsight, at least and, and from a third person perspective, from my perspective, that's a wonderful thing. Oh, it is. Um, and uh, win-win. It's easy to, connect with someone else, you know, your own age, like my cousin and his wife and stuff like that. And and it's easy to do that, but never have I connected with any kid at any level, even a four and an eight year old. Like that's just, this is on that. That doesn't happen for me, you know? Yeah. And, and it's a, and it's a two way street too. They connected with you just as yeah. strongly as you connected with them. And that's, yeah. that's what's really incredible about it. So in a really deep, deep way too, like, like far beyond just, Oh, I'm a fun cousin or they're fun to be around kind of thing. Like right. it was, it was right. very meaningful. Kind of like, well, I, okay. Don't know what that means, but whatever <laughs> it's good, but I don't know what yeah. it means. So really, really incredible experience. And I mean, to the point where I was like, I'm going to, I want to move there. But I mean, we're not going to do that probably, but I would like, <laughs> you know, yet. just like that level of, of intensity. So 
really, really neat experience. And, and I would say that I, I count that as one of my top trips of all time, even right. though I've been to various countries and cruises in the Caribbean and Alaska. I've been to amazing places and gone on amazing trips. That one, because of the connection, like tops those, which is yeah. very surprising. Yeah. So some meaningful moments. Cool there you go, dude. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Was, that was a literal cool story, bro. Not a, oh, not a sarcastic you. one. So yeah, hopefully more stories to come, but dude, it's origin time. Give it to me, dude. Remember when we were talking about the Teton, the yaks? Yeah, the, the telling people how dangerous they are. Wild yaks, yeah. Well, big deal. We were kind of we were kind of gaslighting the the listeners oh, in that, right? Yeah. Okay. And so today's origins, as a result, is gaslighting. Okay, because I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this from theconversation.com. Uh, I think it's a British website. I get a lot of stuff from British websites and that's not by design. It just happens to be what happens. They're just smarter Um, than we are. I think they might be. So although it can cover various behaviors, the central tenet of gaslighting is the psychological manipulation of a person in order to erode their sense of self and sanity. You know, you should be talking in a, like an accent like this. You know, I'm not very good at it. I, I, when I start doing a British accent, I start mixing it with an Australian accent and then it starts yeah. mixing with like a Southern United States Just accent. Like, no, it's really weird. No, it's not right. The behavior no. itself is not always deliberate. Deliberate. <laughs> the, <Go ahead. laughs> the behavior itself is not always deliberate in that the perpetrator may not have consciously set out to distort another person's experience in reality of reality. But gaslighting is often used as a method of power and control. Hmm. Common gaslighting tactics can include denial of the gaslighty's experience. Uh, In other words, quote, that wasn't what happened. Escalation, quote, why would you question this? I wouldn't lie to you, unquote. Trivialization, uh, example, quote, you're too sensitive. This is nothing, Hmm. unquote. And countering, for example, that wasn't what happened. This was. So Mm. gaslighting takes its name or saying that there's some vicious yaks and grand Tetons that you should be careful of. Wait, but it's saying it's eroding (laughs) a person's sense of self and sanity originally. Like that's the the psychological manipulation. So if we're saying that there's like wild yaks, we're just more like lying. We're kind of messing with people. So that might not be the best example of gaslighting. I'm just wondering if like, yeah, because are we, are we eroding their self, their sense of self and sanity? But I don't know. Maybe the sanity in in the long, it's kind of a a process. It's a process. Because people start to believe anything you say and then they go and they're expecting the wild yaks and there's nothing but chipmunks. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So gaslighting takes its name from the 1944 film Gaslight starring Ingrid Bergman and Charles Boyer. Yeah. Itself, the, the film itself was based on the 1938 play Gas Light, two words. Okay. In the film, Paula, who is played by Bergman, is deliberately and gradually manipulated by her husband, Gregory, who's played by Boyer, into believing she's insane. So Paula's late aunt, pri- late aunt's priceless jewels are hidden in their house. If Paula is declared insane and committed to an asylum, Gregory can search for the jewels in peace. Okay. That's the kind of the overall plot. One of his main tactics in convincing Paula she's losing her mind is his manipulation of the gaslights in their home. Whenever he, now that's, that dates the, the movie, right? Oh, yeah. Gaslights. Whenever he sneaks off to the attic to search for the jewels, he switches on the lights in that part of the house. This leads to all other lights to flicker and dim. Upon returning to Paula, he denies all knowledge of this, leading to her, mm. leading her to question her sanity. Interesting. So it's kind of like lying to someone to, to manipulate them is what it is. Yeah. In the film's final scenes, Paula allows a policeman to enter the house while Gregory is preoccupied with his search. The policeman confirms that the lights are flickering, demonstrating that Paula is not insane. Interesting. So, 
And now you don't have to go and watch Gaslight uh, with Ingrid Bergman. Although and, that uh, sounds fascinating because <laughs> I've heard of it. I never have seen it, but I did hear of it. I was like, mm, Ingrid Bergman. Okay. Yeah, I know her. Okay. We should check it out. Okay. okay. So yeah, there you go. That's where gaslighting comes from. So, ga- gaslighting's bad. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Pretty bad. Okay. Yeah, pretty bad. Um, you know what else is really bad is uh, the rings of power. No, I'm just kidding. No, um, not Lord of the Rings, the rings of power. <laughs> so as I said, I did a review. Please go check it out on the YouTube channel. If you've not already youtube.com slash the real Brian. Now I did have some thoughts on there. I'm not yeah. going to go into it too much. This is going to be like bullet point stuff. So do you want to go first? Or you want me to bullet point it really quick? Yeah, I'll go first just because you have, you're you a little more organized about it. So <laughs> okay. we, we've we only we've only seen both of us have only seen the first two episodes. The third episode drops when Today. this airs. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't watched it yet. But going into this as I may, I think I've mentioned it on the show a couple of times. I was extremely anxious about any sort of woke agenda. Yeah it's not that everything about woke is bad. It's just that I think that inserting woke agendas into entertainment, I think is a cardinal sin. I don't agree with it. It doesn't usually end well. Yeah. So as it turned out, their only crime so far has been a highly diverse cast that is acting generally well. So, so far the high quality story, the unbelievable cinematography Mm. and decent acting has totally overwhelmed any sort of casting issues I might've had otherwise which makes me happy. So far, I was worried for nothing, and I hope it continues in this vein. I do want to mention, though, that there were a lot of characters to keep track of. There are a lot of characters to keep track of, similar to Game of Thrones. And that gives me hope that the showrunners are in this for the long haul. However, of course, when that is the case, there's always time for the writers to insert some sort of social agenda or another. But I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm hoping that they don't agendize the show. Yeah, the first episode, they really didn't. And the second episode, a little bit. And the only reason I say that is because, so I've been seeing a lot of hate for this show. Well, they may be justified. I don't know. I don't feel justified in their hate personally. Like I, I can't mm. see why they're so hateful about it. I can see why they're not necessarily happy or why they might be frustrated, but there's a lot of anger against this show. I don't understand that. It's it's not yeah, that bad. It it's really not. No. In fact, one of the comments, and, and I, I appreciate when people are honest with me. I, I had a guy comment and say, you watched all of this and liked it? <laughs> like <laughs> this trash, you know, the acting was abysmal. It was like community theater level. I mean, the guy was going isn't off. That fascinating. Or, or the girl, people, I actually have no idea. Isn't it fascinating how different people perceive the same exact thing? Yeah, isn't it? And I wasn't offended by that. It was more like that's so yeah. I I said I really appreciate what you said there because everybody is gonna see things differently. And I find it yeah. fascinating. Now I don't think the acting is abysmal at all. I don't think it's no. amazing. I certainly don't think it's good like the original trilogy. I don't think anything about this show is the original trilogy. I mean, yeah, the Peter just, Jackson trilogy. Yeah. yeah. The original trilogy is a masterpiece. This is not, but this is good. And like you said, so I think the best part is the world and the CGI, the whole cinematography. I think that is just amazing. Like it's, Dude, it's, I, uh, it's incredible. When, when they were, st- I just want to say this one thing, when they were standing in front of the gates of Moria, uh, you know, in front of that little door, you know, with yeah. that, on episode two, and they showed the backdrop behind them. It was <sighs> just mountain piled upon mountain piled upon yeah. mountain. It's like this valley that went off into like miles and miles into the sky. It was yep. beautiful. It was, it was very similar to the feeling you get standing in the Swiss, or in the, in the Swiss Alps mm-hmm. times 10. Yeah, it's incredible. So So there were some frustrations that I did talk about on the video, and that was mm -hmm. really about the elves because, you know, Tolkien's creation of the elves was very specific. He created them 
He gave them specific traits. He created the entire language on his own. Right. It frustrates me that they're changing that. Gratuitously changing that. Yeah. yeah, Gratuitously. And I don't like that. And that's, that's a, that bothers me because he created it. And if you don't like it, go do a different show kind of thing. You know, this is his creation, honor it and leave it the way it is. Whether you agree with it or not, I don't care. Just leave it the way it is. And so I was, I was frustrated and it's not just because we have a Puerto Rican elf. Let's just be honest. <laughs> just the phrase we have a Puerto Rican elf is just, <laughs> Sorry. it sounds really funny. Well, everybody's been calling him the black elf and I'm like, dude, the guy is Puerto Rican. That's racist. He's, like, stop saying he, that. He's, he's not a black dark elf. skinned. Yeah. He's dark skinned, which flies in the face of elves, but I, I yeah. love his character. Oh, I do too. I think he's awesome. The actor's so. amazing. The character's great. I think he's probably my favorite elf, honestly. It's one of those things I just, I, I, I take it with a grain of salt. I, I, I acknowledge that they're, they're diverging gratuitously yeah. uh, uh, from, from the lore, but I'm just saying, okay, that they did that. I'm fine I with it. I don't like Let's it because, on. and again, I have no problem with having a Puerto Rican elf really to me. Like I don't, I don't care. Elves to me can either. be whatever they want, but I don't like the fact that you're changing the original text just because yeah i don't like that i mean they did that with jimmy olsen you know in in supergirl and oh yeah okay. I, I didn't like that because jimmy olsen was a freaking kansas white boy who was this little nerdy kid who took pictures and then they made you know james olsen this this big masculine black man you know who was awesome <laughs> and i'm well, like why don't you just make a different character because he was a great character and i loved him he was actually one of my favorite characters in the show to be honest i yeah. didn't like the show but i liked him and i liked the actor why didn't yeah. you just create a character for him that everybody like, why did you have to change it? It doesn't it's make called, sense. Yeah. It's called artistic license as we both know and I know. different and it's going to bother some people more than others. So yeah. And I know going. why they're doing it because you know, a lot of this stuff was written back in the day when there was not the diversity in the story because one either, you know, the writers were racist or two, it wasn't popular and it wouldn't have sold or, you know, fill right. in the blank, right? There are reasons. Sure. So I I totally, totally understand. And I agree with the fact that there should be more diversity in that. I do. Yeah. But I also am okay with like, then just create something new or create a new character with that. Don't change that, which was already written. Right. Because people, I don't know, maybe that's, maybe that's just the wrong attitude, but it's just, it's how I feel. And you know, I, I, I just don't like, again, it's not just about Aaron deer, the elf, right. You know, who's Puerto Rican. Like I, I, didn't care about that as much as it was. <laughs> they have all of these other traits elves do. And I was listening that often in my video and talking about how, you know, they're fair and they're wise and they're graceful and they're respectful and they're, they're, you know, uh, what's the word regal. They're kind of above everyone else in their bearing and in their stature and their everything else. Yeah. Stat- oh, yeah and that. they're yeah. tall and thin. So what's interesting about these elves is that they really didn't, portray any of that in fact it was amazing to me how immature a lot of the elves were the ladriel was they were very human exactly they just were human was humans with a point of years and like as much as i love galadriel and i love her 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 character and i i love the actress and everything oh she's she's awesome what a great yeah casting job seriously but what i don't like is the writing of her because she is insubordinate she's insolent she's disrespectful and she thinks she's better than everyone and i'm like that's not the way elves do things well, at she's also not according very, to Tolkien. She's also very, and I'm gonna throw a fancy word at you, bellicose. Yeah. She's very warlike in the like, like she's and she's, she's not the, the original. She's the head of their northern, the elven northern armies, yeah. uh, fighting the dark lord or whatever. 
Yep. And, and I don't have a problem with that because we don't know the history of Gladriel very much because, you know, they're, they're taking true. the Silmarillion and they're crafting a story around all of this. There is no story written for it. So I don't have a problem right. with that as much. It's just the, I don't know. And again, yeah. it's not just Galadriel. Even Elrond was a little goofy and foolish at times. And, you know, there's some other elves in there that they're just kind of like, they're, they're bullying each other. And I thought, I thought elves were above that. It's just, you know, they're not very regal. Yeah. I don't know. So they're, to well, me, it trying, was, it the, was, the writers are trying to, the writers are trying to bring elves down to the audience's level so that the audience can relate to them more. That's what they're trying uh, to do. Yeah. But I think that's dumb. I think the, the cool part about elves is they were mysterious and they were something that we really truly couldn't understand which is what made them so awesome because you're like, yeah, I can't relate to them. Good. We don't need to like, we shouldn't. I just don't like the way they wrote the elves. Cause to me, they're just not elves. They're just a humans with pointy ears kind of race that just does whatever. So that's fair. It's again, it says really truly is not about the color of the skin at all for me. Um, it has everything to do with the traits were written and they departed from that. And I don't, I just don't like when people do that. It's just kind of like, ugh, you kind of ruin the elves for me, but it's still a good show. You know, the soundtrack, I'm enjoying it. It's not Howard Shore. Mm-hmm. Excellent, but it's good. Um, I think the story's decent so far. I'm not like blown away by it like I was with the original trilogy, but I still think they're doing a good job. And I, I mentioned that I think the acting's pretty good for the most part, but um, I can see why a lot of fans are upset. And so that's why I'm kind of trying to bridge style on this and saying, I get why you're upset. I get why you're saying these things. And I mean, there is a reason for that. Some Someone was going off about the whole men bad women good and i was like well i didn't see that in the first episode at all but then in the second episode i'm like okay i can kind of see that if i'm looking for it but it's not yeah in my face and i don't feel offended as a man or anything like that but i could see that you know a lot of the men are kind of idiots and the women are all awesome so i'm like okay but it doesn't bother me it's just what it is but i understand why some people are really upset about it because there have been some very strong opinions about this show so far See, and, and that's where I diverge. I can understand why the fanboys and girls, the fanboys and girls, like the hardcore Lord of the Rings fans are, are miffed about certain details like that. But I don't, I don't understand why it would upset the, 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 these things that we've talked about would upset anyone enough to make them hate the show. It's yeah, just, that's foreign to me. I, I mean, I, I, I noticed some things that are, that were divergent from the Lord of the Rings lore. And I just, they, they just weren't egregious enough for me to go, you know, th- I can't watch the rest of this. No, I can't yeah. wait for the next episode. I yeah. loved the first two episodes and I can't wait to watch the next one after this airs. So, or yeah. uh, you know, after, after the show. So I agree. Um, I mean, so I'm, I'm enjoying I'm, it too. I really am. Yeah, I'm. I'm so far. I'm. I'm super happy with it, and I hope I continue to be happy with it. Yeah, you know, to your point, nothing has upset me at all except for the changing of the elves, and I'm mm. not upset as much as I'm frustrated with it. So, like, there's yeah, a difference yeah. between frustration and just being really upset and mad at it, you right. know. And I'm not. Right. It's just more of a. Ah, they didn't have to do that. They shouldn't have. But they're checking a box is what it feels like. And that's, I don't like that when story writing. So that's, that's my frustration. But beyond that, like you're right. I'm not angry at the show. There's nothing about the show that, that makes me not want to watch it. I am, I am excited to keep going with it. I know that it's different. I know it's written in 2022 instead of the 19, what was it? Forties or fifties when he wrote it? Something like that. Forties, fifties. And then of course the movies were 2001. So it's like, I know that we're in a different time and I understand that. And so nothing bothers me. And, even going back again to, to, you know, Aaron Deere and some of the other, the actors that I feel like, well, they're, 
It has nothing to do with them at all. It has everything to do with how the characters are written, but I think they're doing a phenomenal job as actors and I like the characters anyway. And yeah. so the show overall is good. Now I will say this, the first episode of she Hulk really upset me. <laughs> that was like, that was angering frustration because of how ridiculous it was. Now, granted I've uh, had, I've had one conversation and I'm going to, I'm going to shout out to the Huntress, by the way, thank you for your opinions and your perspectives, by the way, because um, yeah. she was diametrically opposed to what I said and that's good. I okay. like that. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. I was as a man, very offended and upset with how they, they <laughs> treated the male race. I'm sorry. The males, what do you call it? Gender. I'm sorry. I'm not the kind of guy who has beaten down women. There are guys who beat women down and that's not okay, but right. I didn't do that. And so I don't deserve that backlash and that's not okay. So it's yeah. reverse bullying. <laughs> I was so angry at that first episode. I'm like, Marvel just made a one freaking dumpster fire. And it's the first thing I've ever hated from Marvel ever. Now, I'm like, but I'm going to push through it. I watched the second episode. It was far better. Oh, good. And I actually enjoyed it. And, you know, Jennifer slash she Hulk didn't annoy me at all in the second episode. Like I felt like, okay, okay. Actually, no, this is good. I'm okay with this now. And by the way, I'm happy to have a cool, strong woman lead. I don't have any problems with that. Yeah, we never do. No, but don't beat someone else up in order to get ahead. That's that's just cruel. I'm sorry. Lift (laughs) each other up equally or, or get off. Get off the platform kind of thing. I agree. I think the last thing I want to say about Lord of the Rings is that I'm kind of impressed at how the, the writers have balanced the, you know, the, the social reality that we live in with, you know, what the fans are expecting. And, you know, they, they, it's almost like they kind of had to do a little bit of, of that extra, you know, diversity and, and, and whatever else, hopefully it's just a matter of, racial diversity that that's where I hope they end it because again, if they agendize it into like modern social tropes or whatever, I think yeah. then they're, then they're going to stumble and fail. But if yeah. it's just this diversity of uh, casting diversity, then again, we're, I'm totally fine with it. And I'm kind of impressed at how they've so far, they've balanced that those two sides of the coin, you know, they've balanced those two sides of their, of their viewers and I think they've done it successfully in my opinion so far. Yeah, it's true. There was, okay, now I can't remember what it was, but there was something that a character said in the second episode and I was like, oh, that is so American. Like oh, I, that is so 2022 yeah. American to say that. That's I'd not, love to know what it was. I need to go back and look it up, but because I, I can't remember what the word was, but I was like, they wouldn't say that in Middle Earth. <laughs> and so that was <laughs> well, one again. thing, but that was one of those, like it just caught me off guard. But you yeah. know, so we play Final Fantasy 14. And the dialogue in that is so bizarre. You know, they're like, mayhap, we should blah, 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 blah. Or instead <laughs> of saying, English, yeah. I must go, it's I must away. And it's just like, yeah. we laugh at it and we kind of get annoyed by it. But the thing is, is that it's a very real dialect for that game. They're not Americanizing it or modernizing it. And I feel like with the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, it was, it, it felt like you were a in little Middle more, Earth. A little bit more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and in this was, show, I'm feeling yeah. like we're we're in a modern America at times and yet middle earth too. So, and that's part of that balancing act that, yep. that they're, that they're going through. So it's going to be interesting. Cautiously optimistic, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be okay at least for the first season and I'm, I'm having fun so far. So good. Yeah. And by the way, maybe it sounds like we were kind of ranting on it. We weren't what I've been no. trying to do from the beginning is to say there's a lot of stuff out there and I'm trying to address those fans comments because right, I enjoy exactly. talking about what other people think. Can, can we see that perspective? 
Right. Is there something, you know, to be said about that, whatever. So that's, that's why I like talking about it. But anyway, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes, especially if you don't agree with them. Yeah, no. And I think it it invites amazing conversation to discuss each other's perspectives and differences so that we can understand where we're all coming from. And it's entertainment. There is no right or wrong here. (laughs) Yeah. We just all have our perspectives and opinions, but it's sure fun to discuss anyway. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. We'll be back again next week. We got more. We got a lot more coming. Yeah, You know, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you've not already, because that's where we're doing some of those short videos. So go check it out. I do have a multi-passionate versus ADHD video that I would like oh, for I you to check out. I haven't checked out yet. I'll well, it's not out. live yet, but it will be very soon. And oh, so okay, make good. sure to go check <laughs> that one out. That? And no. And it's interesting <laughs> because we had our friend, Chris, who is a professional psychologist. I, I asked him to send some of the ADHD you know, stuff over to me. Like what, what are the symptoms, not symptoms, but the uh, traits that there you yeah, go. ADHD right. traits is what I was looking for. And uh, so he sent me over, you know, enough to work with, obviously I'm not the professional he is. And so, uh, and I did send the video over to him just to make sure like, did I get this right? And he said, it was awesome. Go ahead and, you know, publicize it. So going to be doing cool. that. But all that being said is that it is fascinating to kind of compare multi-passionate with ADHD and how it's easily confused and how a lot of multi-passionates have been misdiagnosed with ADHD Interesting. And so yeah. it's going to be fun. I, I hope it's encouraging to, well, many of you are multi-passionate, so I hope it's encouraging. So go check out that video. It'll be up shortly. So just make sure to, you know, be subscribed to the YouTube channel. But anyway, that's all I've got. So have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us. And of course, the last thing we need right now is a little bit of deep thoughts with Captain Influence. When someone accused me of gaslighting, I was embarrassed. I thought they could see the holes I'd burn in the seat of my shorts over the years. Yep. You do know what the music means. Uh, I need to get a new pair of shorts. Yeah. And glasses. But you don't need a new bike. Don't need a new bike. That's good. Yes. That's good. Yep. I need to get sniffles out, my lightsaber out, and uh, go to town. Thanks for joining us. Please, please go to the show notes for more information, links, and everything down there. Consider, you know, supporting the show on Patreon or buy me a coffee. But have a glorious week. We're signing off. The show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.